So you're up there, you're on your horse, the fence is clearly in your sights, and as you're coming to it, you have this little bit of a doubt, a bit of a worry in your mind. And the worry is regarding timing, and you know your jumping position, but every now and then, you and your horse just don't seem to go over that fence together. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson, and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world to help give you a plan for every ride. But not just a plan, anybody can make a plan. What we do is we take topics to do at horse riding, we break them down into smaller, bite-sized pieces that you can, well, understand fully. You know what should be happening, you know what you should be doing to make that happen, And more importantly, you know then how to get into the saddle and to communicate that to your horse in order for you to actually make it happen. We're all about communication between horse and rider, improving that communication, improving the conversation, and how as the rider, it really and truly is your responsibility to do that each and every ride, moving it forward. And that is the progress that riders are sometimes lacking in their riding. There is no forwardness when it comes to this communication, when it comes to refining things. Now, if you are looking to take your forwardness a step further, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt. There's an absolutely free training there for you all on the half halt, which is actually very timely because, well, a lot of it's about timing, isn't it? But uh, you can check that out over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt. But let us get back to today. And today, as I mentioned, we are talking timing, but we're actually talking timing of your jumping position when it comes to going over fences. And specifically, the going into a jumping position too early. That's what I want to discuss this week, okay? So sometimes you can go in too late and you get left behind. That's a whole other conversation. We're talking about going in a little bit too early and, well, the consequences of that happening. So I would say the biggest challenge with this is that when riders get this timing wrong and when they tend to go into their jumping position a little bit too early, it definitely has an impact on confidence. Now, If you're on a young horse or a horse that maybe is a little bit green and you're coming to a jump, the horse is a lot of the time looking for the rider's support to go over the fence. And I'm talking support in more of an emotional or a mental capacity, okay? But of course, that comes from the physical aspect of riding the horse. And it comes from the contact and the connection. Now, a lot of people think this is just to do with the reins. No, it's to do with all parts of the body that's actually touching the horse. So the legs, the seat, and then of course you have the voice and everything else that's going on there as well. And of course the the, the hands and the reins would be a big part of this as well. And when the rider goes into their jumping position a little bit too early, the horse sometimes feels dropped. Now, couple that with the fact that the rider probably... probably. Oh, we know this is what has happened. The rider has kind of shot up the horse's neck. They're sitting up there, they're perched just behind the ears waiting for something to happen and of course this makes it first of all well it's it's a little bit unnerving for the horse suddenly this rider is up there whispering in their ear and secondly it makes it quite difficult for them to actually get off the ground to lift the front end up the shoulders and everything and bearing in mind that if we're talking about a young or a green horse these are horses that are not very well developed physically yet in order to actually make up for that well, boo-boo, when it came to the rider, okay? So there's the confidence in the horse. Now, the other side of that coin is if we flip things around a little bit and we put more of a green rider with a more experienced horse. 
and in your head I know you thought it didn't you you said a riding school horse okay but um yeah if, we, if we're looking at that what happens is the rider goes into their jumping position too early yes they've dropped the horse yes they've lost the contact and the connection but instead of the horse feeling a little bit nervous about it and a little bit unwilling to go forward anymore and I suppose lacking confidence the horse actually sees this as being a great opportunity to duck out the side door and of course riders the world over knows what happens next that force called momentum comes into play and uh Oh, it, it just, it doesn't end well at all, at all. So it's really, really important that we can properly and correctly time our jumping position so as we move over the fence with the horse. Now, the second part of this, before we actually get into the kind of timing it and all, would be understanding that your position will indeed depend on the jump. So I often see when um, particularly um, more novice riders are going out there, they they do a jumping position that honestly, like a, um, it's like they're going to jump a meter 60 fence, okay? Your, how much fold you have in your body when we're talking about jumping positions, and I am going to actually link inside of the show notes for this week's episode um, back to a blog post I have about um, your actual jumping position. But uh, how much fold you have in the saddle or you you get you reach in the saddle a lot of the time will depend on the fence okay and the the height and the size and where the jump is if it's going up or downhill or whatever is going on with that fence okay that is going to dictate what you do as you go over the fence a lot of riders don't understand this they they use the same approach for every fence and that approach is jumping what maybe would look like a puissance wall and um, they they really look like they're going to jump this massive fence and meanwhile uh, the horse probably trots over a couple of poles or maybe does a canter stride uh, just a, a slightly elevated canter stride over the poles okay so it's important to understand that when the jump is pretty small you don't have to fold so much a lot of riders think they have to and that's why they get a little bit maybe they over anticipate it and they under anticipate their ability to be able to fold quite quickly and they go in too early rather than getting left behind which of course is the other the, the other side of the the whole timing aspect isn't it uh, but we're not chatting about that today we're talking about getting there a bit too early so first and foremost what can we do we need to start working on the weight i know and i'm talking w-a-i-t weight weight okay so what we're looking for here is that you have to wait for the horse to get to the fence now it sounds fairly basic but in our heads as riders we are sometimes so focused on what is going on or what we have to do that we fail to ride what we're actually in at that present point and when you're jumping it's very very important to be able to kind of merge these two things yes obviously you're thinking about where you're going to go after the fence okay or what's coming up next after the fence but you also have to ride each individual stride getting to the fence okay so one of the ways you could do this is by counting yourself down into the fence for example as you're approaching it pick a spot and decide okay i think i'm going to get three strides in between where i am now and the fence and count down three two one it will first of all allow you to develop a better eye for where your horse is going to take off and also where you think your stride is going to be but secondly that counting it down three 
to one and knowing that you have to wait for one to be done before you'll actually go over the fence and I normally get my riders to say something as they go over the fence such as jump or land if we're doing a grid with a couple of fences in Uh, it depends what they're going to do or what they're going to say but say anything it doesn't matter you can say now that would work as well as you're going over the fence and you only allow yourself to go into your jumping position when you are on that word okay so that word being the word as the horse is actually jumping the fence, okay? So counting yourself down. Now, another way you can train yourself to wait is by, again, waiting for the horse's front end to come up to meet you. But this, I find, takes a little bit more experience, okay? First of all, you should be sitting there. You should be out of the way. You should be allowing the horse to get to the fence. You should not be sitting on his neck as he is getting to the fence. You should be out of the way. But then as the horse goes to take off, think about this. He's going to lift up his front end and then he's going to jump, okay? So as the front end rises up, that's where you literally just follow him on over. If you were to throw all your weight at that front end while he was lifting it, you're making his job incredibly difficult. That's what we spoke about at the very beginning, okay? So another way to kind of test this timing, okay, is to actually build yourself a couple of grids and start off with just poles on the ground. And then as you are trotting or cantering through, and um, maybe you could approach it at a trot and then picking up canter as you're going on through it, allowing yourself then to fold in and out of a light seat over the poles, but then making sure that you are indeed sitting up in between the poles, okay? So sometimes when people go into their jumping position too early, they also have a tendency either to stay there too long, and I find usually when people throw themselves at the neck, this happens, and it's physically it becomes a little bit difficult for them to get back up. They actually need the horse's help, which is why it normally happens three to four strides after the fence, they end up getting back up, or they actually come up way too early. They get the whole timing situation wrong. So the horse is actually really only getting to the, the, the peak of the fence or the top of the jump, and here the rider is already sitting back up, okay? Now, whatever way it's going to happen with you, you're going to have to try and work on that timing, and doing it over poles is probably one of the best way that both you and your horse can uh, happily work on this. Otherwise, your poor horse, you're going to have the legs jumped off him and the back kind of maybe hurt as well a little bit. So let's let's just try and make it nice for the horse. So you can set up the fences, set up a, a grid down there, working down through it. And then as you're doing so, going in and out, folding in and out, getting used to that little fold that's going on there, in and out all the way, allowing your knees to become the shock absorbers, allowing your ankles as well to let the energy run out there and just allowing this whole folding of your body and all the while carrying yourself and keeping that contact and that connection with your horse all the way through. Remember we said it back in the beginning for the confidence, okay? So you want to try and also work on developing that as well. It is lovely, it is wonderful, jumping is a great thing. We actually have a whole collection on jumping inside of Daily Strides Premium. So if you are interested in improving your jumping, you can pop over and join us today. All the details are over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. And once again, if you're looking for something maybe to help your timing, okay, and this is always a goodie, you can jump on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash Halt, and there is an absolutely free training there for you and um, if you can listen to it today and you can go out you don't need a horse to listen to it but it is created to be listened to 
on your horse so it depends which way you want to go with it but it's over there it's free stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt okay i'm gonna leave it at that for today have a great one keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye